the Portfolio Committee on Public Enterprises is outraged and dismayed by the fruitless and wasteful expenditure by ESCOM, which was incurred in the building of accommodation for ESCOM employees at Kusile Power Station. Now, uh, the power utility has allegedly spent 840 million rand on a housing project for uh, the uh, staff at the Kusile Power Station, uh, but the project consists of 336 units and has been abandoned and still remains unfinished. The state-owned entity has allegedly spent more than 1 billion rand to date on rental and accommodation for the same employee employees who were meant to uh, basically occupy this accommodation at Volcha and uh, they are they have they were the ones who were meant to occupy those 336 units um and in July 2012 Eskom entered into a contract with the Levero group to construct these flats now that group has since gone under uh, or they've gone under voluntary business rescue and uh, one of its companies has been liquidated. The indebted ESCOM has been struggling to keep the lights on over the past few years and therefore it makes this particular story even more unpalatable for the general public. But to find out exactly what happened here, we join on the line now by ESCOM spokesperson uh, Sikonati Manchancha. Thanks so much for your time. Welcome to Update at Noon. Sakina, good afternoon and thank you for having me on your show. Sikonati, let's first establish a timeline. When was this project first commissioned and what was it to cost ESCOM and for what purpose was it established? The project was established to accommodate workers on ESCOM uh, on the uh, construction site that was then the Kusile power station. Uh, the, the, the construction on the uh, station started in 2008 August, and and the, the budget for this uh, for this project initially was 160 million rand. So 160 million rand for what was that exactly? Was this for the housing unit? Was it for the construction of the power utility, uh, the, the the power station, or both? This. 160 million rands was for the construction of these 336 flats, the furnishings and everything inside those flats, uh, for them to be ready to be occupied by workers working on the nearby construction site. Mm. So the contractor that was awarded this particular project, who, who were they? Uh, you, you, did, you did mention the company just now, uh, I have to find the name. Levero. Levero, yes, indeed. It was contracted to build after after a tender process was run. So uh, just talk to me about Levero. Were they going to be the only ones uh, responsible for this construction or was there a consortium involved? Uh, Levero was the company that was going to build the, 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 the property and ESCOM was obviously the owner of the project and was going to be responsible for all the costs and, and, and make sure that it, it gives all the necessary approval and then gets the value for which it was paid. So just looking at this uh, yesterday, Sikonati, uh, we're talking about 840 million rand. Firstly, is that figure correct? Is that what ESCOM has forked out thus far? That figure is indeed correct, Sakina. Uh, the 
the, the cost of this project kept ballooning over the years, over the period of about 11 years. And, and, and uh, ESCOM kept paying. However, the, 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 the project was just not uh, coming right. In, in September, two, in, in 2018, when ESCOM's when uh, new management uh, got in, it discovered this and put a stop to the funding and said, we will not be putting any money on here, basically abandoning the project. Because at that point, Satuna, the power station was about 80% complete, and, and these uh, houses were meant to be to be used to accommodate people there. And ESCOM obviously also paid uh, for the for the alternative accommodation. And now that this property was not available, so let me get this clear. So since 2019. ESCOM has not made any further payments towards the completion of this particular project. Since 2018, yes, it has not. It, it decided to stop the building of the project. So this 840 million rand we are talking about, uh, this was spent between 2008 and 2018 then? That is correct. So who was responsible for this? Because how do you end up? paying 840 million for a project that was meant to come in at 160 million and how how do you actually manage to get payment for this who approves this and why sakina escom then initiated a forensic investigation and and hired the mbks and hired plowman's as a lawyer and the investigation found that uh, the the general manager uh, of facilities was the responsible party for the project and there was also the group executive for capital at the power station. I shall not name names uh, that because that is ESCOM's policy to not divulge uh, uh, employee information. Those were their positions and they were, uh, of course, they did not work alone. There would have been quite a lot of uh, cooperation amongst other employees. The fact that these uh, payments kept being approved also pointed to involvement of the of the of the executive uh, management and 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 the board at that time the board tender committee. So uh, the Bowman found that uh, Mr. Uh, the gentleman in charge in question here did not act alone, and and there were other people. ESCOM then, upon receipt of this uh, legal opinion and the results of the forensic investigation placed the employee, uh, the two employees on suspension and uh, initiated disciplinary charges against them. Uh, against the, the facilities manager, the, it took 10 months to bring, the, to bring him to a disciplinary hearing, and he was on full pay all of that time. He failed to attend his disciplinary hearing on 13 charges and was found guilty on all 13 charges. The other gentleman, uh, who was his boss, uh, over in charge of the overall uh, project at the power station, also got uh, was suspended and uh, handed in his resignation 30 minutes into the disciplinary hearing. So are those the only two ESCOM employees um, who have been found to have been implicated or directly involved in what had happened here? ESCOM's investigations are continuing with respect to everybody else who may have been involved at the time. And ESCOM has indeed initiated uh, efforts to recover the, the, the monies that were lost. 
from these individuals and has uh, laid criminal charges with the police uh, all, all the way back in 2018. There are investigations going on as to how this whole project was allowed to proceed as it did and what uh, measures can be can be taken to prevent uh, such, uh, such happening in the future. Let's speak about that in terms of exactly what ESCOM is doing to recover those funds and also to make sure that those responsible are brought to book. Uh, Sigonati, you will be aware of um, uh, Peter Louis Myberg's work in uh, to some, uh, you know, investigation of what had gone on here. And he says uh, that in one of his articles, uh, top ESCOM contractors in fresh 75 million rand Kusile slash fund scandal. And he says some of the lead contractors at the problem-ridden Kusile Sile Power Station project, including JSE-listed Stefanucci stocks and local subsidiary of multinational Tenova Tecref, made substantial payments into an apparent slush fund that was used to enrich top ESCOM officials. Is ESCOM aware of that? Uh, Sakina, I would have needed time and uh, indeed to get the information to be able to give you a response as to what ESCOM knows in this particular point. I only prepared for the Belcher project uh, as we talk, and I can confirm that the Vero Belcher Joint Venture is, is the company that 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 was uh, uh, that, that was indicated here. So, with regards to the question we are raising now, that information resides in the legal department and the uh, forensic audit of ESCOM. I would have to go and get it in order to give you and the listeners a response. Can I ask you to come back to me on that one? Because uh, this was already out in the public domain in 2019. Uh, so if you will, Sikonati, and, and, and I'll be happy to have you back to explain to us exactly what happened there with regard to that slush fund and who exactly benefited from that slush fund and also what action has been taken against the private sector players who were involved, the ones who actually stashed that slush fund. Uh, so I'm, I'm quite happy for you to come back on that, Sikonati. Uh, but uh, let's get back to the Volcher project and, and, and what happened here. So what we are talking about right now is an 840 million rand project uh, which uh, consists of 336 uh, units so you're looking at almost 3 million rand and having seen those units what is worth 3 million rand in them so again uh, the investigation that was initiated by management during 2019 and 2018 found that this was a complete waste of money taxpayers money Hence, the, the, the efforts to recover whatever value that ESCOM can still uh, draw back from this. It was indeed totally a waste of money. And let us in, uh, let me add to this that the employee in question that was charged not only with that project, but he was also responsible for similar project in Lipanade for the Mitupi power station. And there were uh, properties there that were acquired by ESCOM, but were actually never transferred to ESCOM. And, and uh, in the 32 million rand as at the November 2020 count that ESCOM is claiming from the employee uh, includes those those houses. So the rot went a lot deeper than just 840 million rand. And let's be uh, mindful of the fact that ESCOM had to find alternative accommodation for which it paid during this period that the houses, uh, the flats in, in Emalacheni uh, uh, were not coming right. And you paid how much for that alternative accommodation? 
over the period of about 11 years, Sakina, that amounts to hundreds of millions. Remember, there, there were several, there were numerous teams of, of, mm. of construction workers that had over a period and the construction about a billion rand. Does that sound about right? About a billion rand. A, a billion rand does sound about right, but I cannot confirm the figure. And remember, the power station is still under construction, which then means there are still on, uh, ongoing costs. So, apart from the person who you have mentioned, who has subsequently um, been charged and has appeared in court, uh, the two ESCOM employees, um, who else um, has been followed up on uh, with regard to ESCOM's attempts to try and recuperate the money? There's two different cases that you are mentioning here, Sakina. The individuals that appeared in court were arrested on some of the charges relating to uh, to, to the allegation that, that you reported on earlier about the slash fund and stuff like that. Plus, then this particular project, one of those individuals. And uh, the, the, the one in question here that ESCOM is claiming money from the 32 million, as I have told you, has not appeared in court, has not been arrested by, by the police yet. And ESCOM is taking uh, the, the option that is available to it in the form of recovering the funds in a civil, in civil proceeding. You will be aware of uh, many other efforts in which ESCOM has uh, the, the famous case of the uh, 12 people from which from whom ESCOM is claiming 3.8 billion rands. There are many other cases uh, where ESCOM has actually received some of the monies that were paid irregularly to contractors, including the company APB, which on the 23rd of December paid ESCOM 1 billion rand for, 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 uh, as a refund for, for a, on a project that was uh, illegally awarded on, in a corrupt manner. Again, in association with ESCOM senior executives at the time, ESCOM is claiming uh, its, its losses from those people. Surely that does not absolve them of culpability. And have any criminal charges been laid against them? Because if they're paying the money back, that smells like an admission of guilt. Criminal charges have been laid by ESCOM against the individuals that worked at ESCOM and the, the, the private companies that participated in the corruption. And and in the case of APB, there has been, uh, we reported on this uh, in December, there has been a settlement agreement with ESCOM in which it agreed to pay back the money and to assist with any investigations and criminal evidence. And I want to point out here that that agreement does not exclude uh, them being criminally charged because that is the duty of the law enforcement agencies. But it's also the duty of ESCOM to report such to the law enforcement agencies, Sikonati. I started by telling you exactly that that is what ESCOM has already done starting in 2018. And that is why we were able to drag uh, some of these companies to the, to the negotiating table. So and have you laid criminal charges against ABB? There are criminal charges that have been laid against ABB and the people that worked there that participated in this. And which other uh, uh, companies had criminal charges brought against them, quite apart from the ones that you mentioned already? Sagina, I would need again to give you a list. I can safely tell you that uh, ESCOM over the past two and a half years has laid more than 100 criminal charges against ESCOM's own employees 
and indeed uh, suppliers or would be suppliers in the private sector, more than 100 charges have been laid uh, with the police. So I shudder to think. We're talking here just about um, Kusile. Uh, what about Medupi? If this was happening at Kusile, would it be uh, once a stretch too far to think that there was similar sort of corruption happening at uh, Medupi as well? Uh, exactly. I have mentioned Medupi and I continue to mention Medupi in all of these uh, shenanigans that have happened. Uh, the cases that I'm referring to include uh, many that happened uh, at the Medupi power station and in other smaller projects. Uh, we, 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 by now, we are all aware that was going on at ESCOM over the past uh, 10 to 12 years. And, and th- this is the work that the, uh, the, the management team since uh, 2008 have been, uh, have been doing to try and clean up and get back whatever value they still can and hold people accountable. Hence, ESCOM has had to part ways with no less than 20 uh, senior executives and managers over the past two years and more than 100 other managers that uh, have been uh, fingered in, in, in these acts of corruption. Many of them did resign and others were fired. Mm. We need to talk more. Sigonati, I'm going to leave it there. Uh, you're going to get uh, more information for me about the slush fund. There's the issue of 5 million rand that was paid for by Eskom for furniture. Furniture for these units that were never completed. What happened to it? Where is it? Who's been held accountable? Uh, it cannot only be the two Eskom employees who've been arrested. There have to be more people. And also the accountability when it comes to the private sector. It's not good enough for them to keep paying money back. They also need to get through the criminal proceedings that we are seeing for others as well. With that, uh, we'll park it for now. I also want to talk to Sikonati about um, diesel, but we'll do that on another day.